This is the Zen Nova Scotia podcast with talks by Cone Franz. If you would like to support and be part of our community, you can start by visiting zennovascotia.com. The last few weeks we've been talking about the perfections, or the paramitas, or the paramis. And tonight we reach uh, what is commonly translated as honesty. Uh, it's a big one. And uh, it's interesting that the word, I believe is sakka, that this comes from, is not... A straightforward translation is now honesty. It's something more like truth. This is the perfection of truth. That sounds really hard. And needless to say, there are some interpretations where we, we kind of go directly to a capital T truth. It's all about residing in the big truth or holding to the big truth, whatever that is. But that's a terrible starting place. We need to unpack this notion of, of what truth is or what we think truth is. And we need to consider where in our lives we have the opportunity to be honest. This is a conversation that comes up often because we also have the precept of not lying. So there's a lot of overlap. We have a lot of opportunities to go over this. And it seems to me that whenever I have been in communities that have been exploring that precept, that we start trying to kind of find our boundaries very quickly, right? Within a few minutes, someone will say, but what about white lies? What if someone says, does this make me look fat? And it does. What am I supposed to say? We're concerned, but we're also hoping, I think, we're hoping that someone, maybe someone in a robe, will say, oh, that one's okay, or in that situation, do this, right? Because that way it's, it's, very, it's very kind of clinical, right? And we can, we can go about our business and we can say, well, that's, that one's all right, or that's like a B-level lie, and the karmic implications of that are this, and I'm okay with that. That, too, is not a great place to start. That's where we start when we're really looking to find some safe ground. And that's our worst habit. So we're not going to talk about that tonight. You have to live with white lies without, without someone telling you if they're okay or not. I'm very interested in this, this idea of truth, the way we carry around truth. It's such a loaded word. Right? It means so much that in many ways it doesn't mean anything. Right? Because w- what's that? <laughs> I hear people talking about standing in their truth. Right? It's important to stand in your own truth. And... I always smile a little bit when I hear this because I I don't quite grasp the idea of my own truth as separate from some other truth. But at the same time, I I think it's, it's important because it speaks to something. It speaks to, to our idea of integrity. 
And that's part of this conversation. There are things that you sense about your life. There are things that you, you sense are true. And one way of framing our human condition is to say that the degree to which your actions are not in accord with those things that you consider to be true, that is the degree to which you are unhappy. I certainly feel that in my own life. We all walk around with this kind of weight. We have these things that we're sure we know, or we're pretty sure. And even with that certainty or that, that sense of depth in that knowledge, you know, this is something that, that feels like it comes from your bones. Even with that, we can ignore it. It's incredible, our capacity to ignore what we believe to be true for the sake of expediency or the sake of comfort or or because we think that uh, we have a hundred other good reasons just this once. (laughs) Or because we're convinced that we're alone in seeing that thing. So what's the point? I'm the only one who sees the truth of this. I'm just going to carry that as this kind of weight. So if we want to find a starting point, one option might be to ask yourself about that gap in yourself. Places where you already know how to be more skillful. You already know the things that feel authentic to you. And you just, for some reason, don't always follow through. That's the beginning of looking at honesty. Or one beginning. I don't believe that honesty hinges so much on what we say. We don't want to lie, right? But that's such a small aspect of this. And so much of what we say is intended to manipulate, whether we want to admit that to ourselves or not. We talked a few weeks ago about... uh, the danger of seeing encounters in a transactional way, of imagining that in this situation, I'm giving you this and I'm going to get this. This one speaks to the ways in which we try to bend things to our will. Not just us, but everyone. So we may in fact be honest when we say something to another person, when someone says, you know, does this look good on me? And we say, no, or we say, yes. But we're always aware that there's an outcome. We're always projecting into the future. We always know what might come of this. We know that if I say this, this person will feel good. We know that if we say this, 
maybe that person will feel bad, but they might also trust me more, right? Because now we've established that I'm the friend who will say it. We have to be careful about framing honesty in that way. There has to be a way of approaching encounters, of approaching relationship, where we aren't invested in that manipulation. And as I say, this, this is from all directions, right? I think any understanding of truth, any understanding of honesty, includes the realization that we're being lied to often, People are trying to manipulate us all the time. It's what the internet was made to do. That's its function. It's to find out what you like and then steer you a little bit. That's not honest. People don't try to sell you things with truth. That's a really boring approach. We use fear and we use seduction. And in this way, not only are we bombarded, we're trained. <laughs> so that people living today have a deeper sophistication about what manipulates others than probably anyone in history. We don't have to think about it. We're born with it. We get it. We have entire jobs dedicated to only this. So again, if, if we get stuck in the question of what am I saying, I think we get lost. Because we can't really separate that out from what might be coming back or how that might spread. And that's kind of another question. If we want to look at what it is to be honest, it's to be honest with ourselves. I think I said the other day that the more time I spend with this, the more I, I come to feel that this may be the whole thing. That the entirety of practice may be a question of being honest with ourselves. Of looking at things as they are. We have a verse of atonement. We say, all my past and harmful karma, born from beginningless greed, hate, and delusion, through body, speech, and mind, I now fully avow. I love this. This is very honest. And what makes it honest is that we don't have footnotes, and we don't detail it, and we don't set, sit back and say, well, Okay, now that was harmful karma. But that, that other thing I did, that was pretty good. Right. When we say this verse, we say it from a position of not knowing. Right. We say it from a position of being small in the face of truth 
And we just acknowledge because we're human and because we understand something about the way the world works that, yeah, I've made mistakes. I can't quantify them. And I can't name them all. But I can be genuinely invested in taking responsibility for them. This is a very formless approach. But I think anything that's genuinely honest will be. This is the danger of a word like truth. If you say, I know what the truth is, and there are a lot of people who will say, I know what the truth is. (laughs) If you say it, you're wrong. I know I just said that too, but still. (laughs) To look at the truth, to look at the truth in its totality, to stand there naked before the reality of your life is to not know. It's to not know everything. And in that not knowing, in accepting that you don't know, in acknowledging that you don't know, you're being honest. Right. And from there, something can happen. If we look at something and we say, I get that. I know the truth of that. That's our dangerous moment. But when we're asked the hard question and we look at it honestly and we say, I don't know. then we're completely open in a way that is honest, in a way that is available, in a way that makes something demonstrate its own potential. I can say that in my own life, that every single time that I've been sure of something, I've been wrong, at least so far. And I can also say that the most profound moments of my life have been the ones that had a sense of scale to them that left me saying, wow. And the fact is that if you're honest with yourself, That's right now. There is no truth that you cannot see. There's no truth that you cannot hear. This is the the shocking, (laughs) the shocking, shocking basis of this whole thing, which is that the reality, the truth of your life is the thing that you're looking at right now. But you have a story And I do too. And we're convinced that that story is more true than what we see. Mm -hmm. And so we miss it. And we miss it. And we miss it forever. (laughs) But there is no truth. There is no realization. There is no awakening that is behind curtain number three. 
The totality of your life doesn't present itself to you after you sit in the lotus position for 20 years or you chant something X many times. There's nothing new at the end of that. It's still right there. It's been hovering in front of your face the whole time. Right? And most likely you've been staring at it with a story in your head about how you wish you could find it. Mm-hmm. To be honest with yourself, again, is to be honest about what you do and do not know. And when you, when you can open up to that, when you can open up to what you do not know, you can open up to what you can really see. <laughs> There's a lot of evidence for that anyway. I'm running with that. And that's where I'll stop. For more information about Zen, our practice, and how you can support and take part in our community, please visit zennovascotia.com.